I am super excited to tell you about an upcoming free masterclass that I have premiering on Thursday, October 12th. In this 60-minute free webinar, we are going to be talking about what is keeping you stuck. What mind traps maybe, where are we getting stuck and what is holding us back? I'm going to go through my four-step process on how do we get unstuck? How do we shift out of the stress and the overwhelm? And then we're going to be doing some mind-body techniques together. Super excited. Head to mariaservice.com slash masterclass to sign up. Otherwise, check the show notes and head on over. Even if you can't make the live, you will get the recording when it's done. All right. I am super excited to dive into today's podcast episode. Last week, we were touching upon a little bit of woo and how intuition and connecting to your inner knowing can be one of your superpowers, especially if you are developing your leadership skills. Today, we're switching gears, and I'm excited to be sharing another self-awareness tool that can support you in your personal and professional development, and more importantly, help you go beyond just the mind chatter. Today, my guest is Julie Brock. With nearly 25 years of experience, Julie uses deep listening, drawing connections, and disrupting the status quo to help people ground in their own confidence. Julie believes that every person is beautifully wired and is at peak performance when they take deep, reflective ownership of their actions and assets and put them to work in productive ways. She is the owner and consultant in Julie Brock Consulting, and she uses the Strengths Finder as one of her tools in her toolbox when she's working with clients. I am super excited for you to hear this conversation um, that I have with Julie. We talk about what is the StrengthsFinders test and how can you truly use this tool more than just a one-off, oh, that was great, I got my StrengthsFinder results and tuck it in a cabinet, but we're really going to share how this tool can support you in your own individual development, but also especially how you can use this information even just with teams to have more productive conversations. Ready to dive in? Here we go. If you are enjoying this Beyond the Mind series, or maybe you're just catching one of these podcast guest interviews, you are in for a treat. I'm super excited to be sharing all these different ways that you can dive deeper and go beyond the mind. If you want to get the full experience, I want you to head to mariaservice.com slash beyond the mind. Grab your free workbook and let's do this together. Make sure you take me on Instagram if you've got the workbook and you're going through it with me. Super excited. Or head to the link in show notes to grab your free workbook for the Beyond the Mind series. Hello. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Unleash Your Potential podcast with your host, Maria Service. This podcast is for ambitious women looking to unlock their potential, going beyond the mind into embodiment, spirituality, and holistic approaches to help you take it to the next level in your career or business with more confidence, ease, and clarity. Here, we go beyond the mind and dive into all the layers we can use to harness your full potential as a mom boss, woman in leadership, or a busy woman who needs some help with all the overwhelm. So glad you're here. Let's dive in. 
All right. So today on the Unleash Your Potential podcast, I am super excited to have Julie Brock here with Julie Brock Consulting. Julie, I'm wondering if you can introduce yourself and just share a little bit more with the audience um, who you are, what you do. Love to learn a little more about you. Sure. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited here to talk about unleashing our potential. Um, yes, my name is Julie Brock. I am an owner of Julie Brock Consulting. Uh, we really focus on, and by we, I mean me, we focus on uh, meeting people where they are, reflecting back to them the best versions of themselves and helping them to create a plan forward. So sometimes that looks like facilitation. Sometimes that looks like executive coaching. Sometimes that looks like individual strategic plan development um, and very much anything in between. I love that variety that you do. Would you say, do you like the variety of like being able to do it, like which is whatever they need? Absolutely. I think that that's why I love this work so much is that every individual is so different and every individual or each individual team um, are looking for very like, specific and curated solutions. And that's what I'm really good at is like helping um, people hear and reflect back to them what I'm also hearing them say so that they can start to develop that plan going forward. And then I'm just there as a guide and a mentor. I I love that. And and Julie, I know since um, you and I have just been networking and getting to know each other, I know you have a ton of different tools, techniques, and tricks that you might use with clients. But today we're kind of diving deeper into one of the tools that you help clients with, which is learning um, how to see themselves through the strengths finder yep. test. And so I'm wondering if you can share a little bit more about that tool, because for me personally, I had heard of it. I think I'd even done the test years back. Right. And like, I had never really made sense of this information. I was just like, okay, cool. That's great. Move on. <laughs> so can you tell a little bit more about what it is and how you use it in your practice? Absolutely. So yeah, Gallup created uh, the Clifton Strengths Finder. Um, gosh, I want to say in the 90s, it came out of the work of uh, Donald Clifton, who is a positive psychologist. Ah. And what he focuses on is that he went across the globe interviewing just really impactful leaders. And essentially, through his research, he boiled it down to these 34 traits. Um, okay. And then those 34 traits are then filtered into four different domains. And then those domains kind of indicate like where we as individuals sort of uh, work from. So what I love about this tool is it's a psychometric. It's measuring the way that you're wired, not your preference. It's really hard to trick the test. Um, they validate it every three years um, in, I think it's 20. 26 different languages. And it now has been taken, um, coincidentally, by over 26 million people on the globe. So wow. yeah, when you think about the power of a psychometric, um, this is one of them, right? And what I love about it is that uh, the more people who are uh, versed in their strengths, it actually creates a global conversation that we can have. Um, around how we're wired. And I think for some people that feels very um, vulnerable, but this is again, why I like strengths. Is strengths creates uh, what I call the personal impersonal conversation. It's personal because it's kind of talking about my wiring, but it's right. impersonal 
in the fact that we all have shared understanding of this wiring. And so I don't have to take things defensively. I don't have to um, explain like, uh, what, like what my motivation is because it's grounded in positive psychology. It's grounded in what is right and good about people. And it does assume positive benign intent. Um, do I have to explain like what my brand of strengths looks like? Absolutely. You know, I have to tell people what my brand looks like and how they're going to feel in it, but it's not about, um, it's just not about digging into deep personal stories. It's just wiring how I operate. And I love that because I think, you know, what's interesting is for someone where like, I really had never used the tool. And then I even took it then more recently, a second time around. And like, I kind of look at the tool and for whatever reason, you know how it's interesting. I love that it's grounded in positive psychology because the human mind tends to go more negative. What are my weaknesses? What do I need to work on? So what's funny is like, you know, I took the test. I'm like, great, cool. These are the five, but where, what are my bottom ones? Like, you know, cause it kind of gives you like all of them ranked in order. And, and when you and I started working together, Julie, like as, as I was able to do some of that strengths finder lens coaching with you, um, it's, I was like, why are we spending all this time talking about my strengths? Shouldn't we go to my bottom five? Don't we need to like talk about, I think as humans, we're so used to like, what do I need to work on? What do I need to evolve in? So one, I agree. I love how it's like from the lens of, oh, these are my top five. And that also then when I'm working with others, seeing what are their top five, but we're doing it from the lens of like, ooh, that person must be lacking in X, Y, Z. Instead, I'm trying to understand and see that person of, oh, these are their gifts. These are their like top five gifts and how they're wired. And, and then how can we mold our gifts together you know, in these collaborative efforts. And that just feels like such a more like positive conversation to have as teams or families, groups, whatever, whoever's doing it together. That seems like a more productive conversation versus all of us pointing at each other, be like, well, you don't know how to do this and you can't, right? right? So can you share a little bit about um, like, yeah, just, I guess, well, one, I just wanted to comment that I like that part. And two, can you share like in your work, how you've seen this tool just be like valuable, maybe when working with a team or a small group? Absolutely. Um, yeah. And and that's what I want to say too, is that that much like any of, whether it's the Enneagram or it is uh, uh, the Myers-Briggs, any of these sorts of insight kind of tools are only as strong as the investment made by the individual and the team. So if you have folks who aren't really bought in to this on your team, it's gonna be a little bit harder because again, again, it goes back to that common and shared language. Um, and and I think also um, we're, you know, I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, we are grounded in negative bias. I mean, it's just our natural default mode in our brains and yep. that's to keep us safe, right? Right, um, yep. Yep. Like, what's wrong so, with me? What's wrong with you? <laughs> yep, exactly. Are you going to eat me? Because I don't, I, no, no, thank you. Yep. Um, I blame you then, right? <laughs> exactly. So what I like about strengths is that it eases up that idea of I need to defend myself or I need to look to see what is quote unquote wrong with somebody else. And instead where there are points of contention or there's points of confusion or there's points of conflict, it's automatically diffused because my first question is what strength of theirs is rubbing up against mine? Because we're, we're not, 
there's no reason to think that that person is working from malintent it, because the majority of the time they are not. It is usually some sort of misalignment of strengths. Um, so when you talked about wanting to go to my bottom, you know, the bottom of my strengths, that's what I tell people too. I'm like, you have all 34 in you. This is descriptive, not prescriptive. So you can't go, oh, sorry, I don't have any executing strengths. Can't get that done. You know, that's <laughs> not how this works. You just have to dig deeper and you're going to be yeah. more tired by the end of the day, right? Or you utilize your top strengths and figure out within those how they work together in order to get things done. So um, the the gift, I think, of this is freedom of the misunderstood, right? How yeah. often in life are we just misunderstood? And then because we live particularly in the Midwest in a culture of... Um, how do I say it? Like we don't we don't want conflict, right? Right. We and we don't want to offend. Fine, it's fine. Yeah, I'm good. So like passive you know, aggressive. Yeah, a little bit. You know, oh, that's interesting. I'm like, whoa, 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 right? So within strengths, it gives us a language to be able to say, hey, I think maybe I'm not picking up what you're throwing down, right? And now it's not a combative conversation. It really is a conversation of like, where did we get off track and how do we get back on track? And, and it's, yeah. and it's relieving in the fact that in a team, I don't have to be everything. Yes. That's big. Right. I think, yes. Right. I think we, or we, I ego, our egos mm -hmm. think that I need to be excellent in all the areas. And so then we like in teams, it's like, you know, we're, I feel like we're losing the concept of a team, which is that we each bring our own individual gifts or, you know what I mean? Like we're playing each other up, so, which then relieves me self that I don't need to be anyone's everything. Um, and I feel like the strengths finder kind of allows for that, like that we can all work harmoniously together. But again, we know that with humans, there's going to be that conflict. It sounds like using the strengths or knowing each person's strengths helps us have a more fruitful conversation. Absolutely. And I Absolutely. And I'm trained as a strengths communicator. Um, so this comes out of a leadership vision, which is a company out of Minneapolis. And they have worked on a, a technique that helps um, communicators like myself, listen for people's individual strengths, and then teach them back. So for example, you know, it's very rare that you're going to find anyone with the exact same strengths as yours. In addition to that, even if they did have them, strengths is the wiring, and then you layer experience, background story, trauma, um, other work experience, right? All of those experiences and your story are layered on top of your wiring. So yes, strengths can be seen as our operating system, but just like how you organize your home screen it's going to look very different for each person, even if they share some strengths. I love and that. Thank you for pointing that out. I also really like how you just said, like, even if you did meet someone with the same top five, that does not mean it's going to still look the same. It gives you some insight into your wiring, but both people still bring their own individual experiences. I think that's good for people to hear that. It's again, I think you've said this before too. It's not prescriptive. It's not saying right. here you are, this is you, that's it. Right. Like, right. Yeah. And I think that that's what happens. And I think sometimes people stop. Um, 
I think actually this is what happens with professional development across the board, right? Like we do a one and done where we get some great insight to ourselves and then those reports go on a shelf and we never really look at them again, or we yep. pull them back and say, well, this is validating, but like, so now what? what, like now what, so what? Yeah. Um, and so uh, the approach that I use is really through the strengths communicator where um, we look at your individual brand and I teach that back to the individual so that they have their language and they can start to grow into that brand, right? Because we all individually have a brand. It's yeah. so funny when, when think about when a, somebody's name is brought up in a meeting and you just smile, right? And you're like, oh, Maria, I just love her, right? That's, that's brand, right? Right. Yes. And if that is being said consistently across, that means that you're most likely showing up pretty consistently in all these spaces. Yeah. And strengths is one way of helping us ground into ourselves, into our identity, into our wiring with confidence. And that's why I like this particular tool. Can we use other ones? Absolutely. But this one I like because they're validating it. It's grounded in positive psychology and it's pushing us out of our negative bias and into this sense of I'm an asset. I'm a gift. And when I'm on a team, we're like a cornucopia of goodness, right? Yeah. What makes that cornucopia yeah. so full and delicious is the diversity that's within it. Yes. I love that. I love that. So Julie, I'm going to get, we're going to get personal, but not personal. Cause like you said, okay. our strengths are personal, but that, um, so will you share then, um, you know, cause like I think it'll be helpful for people to then get that example. What is your, what is the Julie Brock brand? What is your brand? What are your strengths? Um, and how do you see that play out for you, you know, in everyday life? How do you kind of use that information then in your life? Sure. Oh my gosh. That's a great question. And it's very giant. So I'll do my best. I know. <laughs> um, so my strengths in order um, are strategic input, connectedness, learner, intellection. I have four out of my five top five strengths in the thinking domain. So thinking domain is really around um, visioning and systems level, right? So people who have high thinking strengths or a, a lot of them in that domain, that yeah. typically is where they spend their time. They're looking for what we can do to make us excellent. We're pursuing yeah. excellence all the time. Gotcha. Um, but what's interesting is connectedness is um, my middle strength. It's my third strength. And it is actually the air I breathe and the water I swim in. Connectedness is a relating strength. And it used to be called spirit spirituality. And it used to be classified as a thinking strength. So, oh, interesting. Yeah. Right. So what does that all mean for my strengths brand? Is yeah. My tagline is I'm always in my head and I think you're there with me. So uh if, oh, I love that. Yep. And people who know me and who have been in conversation, they're like, oh, yes, yes, we've experienced the Julie Brock experience, right? Um, <laughs> because uh, I start in the middle of things. I, uh, I get so excited. My brain's moving so fast all the time that I'll start in the middle of the story. Uh, and I think that you've been with me the entire time. And most people are like, um, wait, no. where are you? How'd you get there? How'd you exactly. get there? <laughs> exactly. And it's funny because people ask me questions like, I'm so sorry. I'm asking you so many questions. I'm like, no, no, no. That's, that's, that is the tool I need, oh right? Like God. I need you to ask the questions because it, it forces me to unpack my brain 
yeah. um, in a, in real time. And I'm able to do that. And my learner um, strength, so learners are uh, people who love to learn processes and okay. they're at their best when they're teaching something that they've learned. Ah. So I can break down anything that you want me to, but because I think you're in my brain, I already thought that I did. So you, right. you to, don't, you don't even think yeah. about it I don't until even think the about person it. asks those prompter questions. Right. Right. I so, you know, when we think about my brand, um, because I start in the middle of things and if people don't know that about me, they think that I have insider information that I'm jargony and the feedback that I have gotten is you're intimidating. And if you know me, I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not intimidating. <laughs> not at all. I don't even like. Not at all. No. Not at all. Not at all. Saber tooth tiger. Not here. No. Not nope. Here. So, <laughs> um, so it's been a lot of me learning how to explain that. Like, so when I'm in a group setting or if I'm in a collaborative meeting, a lot of times I'll unpack myself. You know, in the introduction, I'll say, "Hi, I'm Julie. I'm from Julie Brack Consulting," and let me just let you know right? That I'm in my head all the time. I think you're there with me. So please ask questions. Please interrupt. Please ask for clarity because I'm not holding yes. any sort of hidden bag of information. It's yeah. just that I thought you were there sorting through the files with me. Like we're in the attic going through all of this stuff together. I love it. And Julie, I love how your brain like thinks in visuals like mine. And like, so, you know, for those of you listening to like, I love all the like descriptive examples that you use. It's just so helpful putting context to things. The other thing I feel like that you really pointed out was just like, you know, giving us an example through your personal branding is that oftentimes, again, because we're used to thinking of things through the lens of the ego, which tends to be negative or self deprecate, right? Like all the things that are wrong with ourselves some of the things you described, which are actually your strengths. Most of us would get inside of our head and be like, oh gosh, I, I always interrupt or no, not like I always get lost in my head. And people are always asking me questions. God, that sucks. Or, you know, they might take like the fact that um, people are like, oh, why is she being like that? I, I just feel like most people are using their strengths almost against themselves. Mm -hmm. And they're thinking of it then from the lens of like all the things that I'm doing wrong. Mm -hmm. all the things that I wish I could do better versus again, if we kind of flipped the lens of like, oh, this is you actually getting lost in one of your gifts. And it makes sense that the other person across from you, you know, just doesn't realize that that's why they're asking questions. That's why they're not quite, you know, they're not thinking of the processy type like you are. So, you know, it's okay to teach it back to them. That's right. Like, I just think with what you just described there, it's just another way for people to realize half the time, I think we just get in our own head and we think actually some of our gifts are our weaknesses or the things that are wrong with us when it's like, actually, that's one of your beautiful gifts. It's just that it's either, you know, misaligning or not, not understood to mm -hmm. others. Right. Yeah. And it's not on anyone else to figure that out. It's up on us to be able to explain that to somebody else in confidence. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. you know, and I, you know, when I talk about strengths, I talk about them um, in twofold, right? So I talk about them in the fact that they can work generatively for you, productively for you, or they can be degenerative and unproductive. And it's up yeah. to us to kind of figure out where we're on the spectrum so that we can modify and adjust for what we want to happen in that situation. 
So a great example of that is um, because I'm in my head all the time and I'm thinking all the time, um, if I allow my brain to go fully into default mode, I can jump into rumination very um, quickly. Right? Gotcha. Yep. And, and because our brains are wired for negative bias, if I get something and I let it ruminate, then it affects my mood. It affects my ability to communicate with myself, with others. It gets in the yep. way. And for me... All right, all right. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so glad that you're here and that you found this podcast. I hope you found the content and information helpful. If you enjoyed it, go ahead and leave me a review and hit subscribe so that you don't miss any new episodes. Have an awesome day, my friend.